What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to yet another episode of Got Fit in Japan. And I'm Johnny, and of course, Maddie B right now is not here. He's in the motherfucking studio. Dude, what can I say? The guy is a professional musician. All night, he's rocking it at the clubs. All day, he's working it, <laughs> working it in the studios. So if I can, yeah, he's at a uh, studio right now. He's recording. He's uh, getting his jam on and shit. And um, yeah, dude, that's how he rolls. So if I can get him into the studio, the Got Fit in Japan studio, that is fucking badass. But if I can't, hey, man, that's badass because eventually, and I've been saying this for a while, but eventually we are going to get some of Maddie B's tunes on this show. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But the guy's secretive, so he's keeping all that shit a little bit hidden and stuff until he's like fucking Mount Fuji exploding, which everybody's been talking about. All right, faders, as you know, Got Fitted Japan's about two dudes booze, Japan in the news. But right now, I'm just going to say Got Fitted Japan is about dudes, Japan in the nudes. Wait, does that sound cool? Dudes? It's about dudes, man. Well, anyway, right now, you got Johnny. So it's about Johnny, the news, and booze. <laughs> That's what we got today. That's what we got. Oh, shit. How come? Dude, this is crazy. I, I say Maddie B and he sends me a message. Isn't that great? Ma Maddie B. Maybe if I focus, he will come here. Maddie B. Maddie B. Nekalaka hi, hana, honey, ho. Nekalaka hi, hana, honey, ho. That shit ain't working. God damn it. All right. So he's sending me uh, some information. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, looks like we're going to do some podcasting this Friday. Oh, shit. Maybe we'll have two shows this week. Who knows? Okay. So, okay. All right. Um, all right. Well, that's cool. Fuck yeah. I hope we do that. That'd be pretty awesome. Okay. So, before we move any further, what I want to do is I want to get in on this POW. Now, this POW is pretty sweet. Now, when I'm hanging out with Maddie and shit, we're pretty much beer guys. IPAs, stouts, porters, lagers. We fucking love it all. It's great shit. We fucking love the beer. But every so often, I like to drink some of the uh, funky drinks. And Japan has seasonal funky drinks. They have drinks that show up and just disappear. That You know, like like for two weeks, you'll just have this weird drink by Centauri. Then after that, it's, it's gone. It's gone. Where did it go? I have no idea, but it's gone. So whenever I see kind of a weird drink that looks pretty interesting, I like to pick it up and sample it. And that's exactly what I'm doing right now with you. I've got a drink that looks pretty interesting. All right. Um, I posted this on the Facebook page. So if you do not, or if you're not hooked up with this on Facebook, you better get your ass down there. It's, if fucking, it's just like basically a finger touch away. A finger touch away. Everybody's got a goddamn smartphone. Just get on there and become a friend. Friend us on Facebook. I know that's kind of cheesy, but whatever. Anyway, if you do go to the Facebook page, Got Fitted Japan, you'll be able to see the POW. It looks weird. It's like this golden can, and um, it's a shochu. It's a shochu, but it's a weird umeshu booze, whatever. And in its umeshu, it's like kind of like a, it's like a plum wine, but this is a plum wine shochu or chuhai. Plum wine chuhai, which is pretty interesting. And um, two things kind of like uh, caught my attention. The first thing is there's a little uh, plum, the, the, the famous Japanese plum right in the front. And I actually like these. These are pretty sweet. And about the same size of the plum in the same color, it says alcohol 8%. 8%. Now, 8%, and I said this before, it could either be really good or it could be really bad. I'm not sure. 
you know? So I'm going to give this a try. So if you come to Japan or if you're in Japan, you know what to expect. All right. So let's see here. <laughs> oh, and it's a limited sale, I guess, too. And its name, its, its name is some fucking weird-ass kanji. It's like, Otoku Ume. Otoku Ume. I, I think that's that's how I'm reading the kanji. Otoku Ume Chuhai. And it's by Sapporo. Sapporo's pretty good. You know, the Sapporo beer is really pretty good. And um, I'm not going to say anything bad about Sapporo. Not my favorite beer, but it's not bad. I mean, if you're at a barbecue, you're on site hanging out with some friends, and your friend's got a six-pack of Sapporo, it's a good beer. It's a decent beer. It's the, the working man's beer. Okay, here we go. Crack. Love that sound. Now, the studio is hot as fuck today. Because it's what? It's June. It's the first day of June. June 1st. And uh, it's pretty hot outside, so I got ice in the glass. Okay. One thing I don't like about this already is that the drink is pink. <laughs> it's really pink. Oh my god. It's not like pink Kool-Aid, but it's like this light off color of pink. And um, yeah, I don't really care for pink drinks. I mean, I'll go red. I fucking, I'll drink the fuck out of a Bloody Mary. And I'm, dude, you come to Gamuso, dude, ask me about my Bloody Marys. I make the best Bloody Marys, dude. I fucking, oh, I got my own little secret style and shit, dude. I make them so fucking intense, man. Dude, you'll shit Bloody Mary, dude. That's how fucking strong they are. But anyway, yeah, this is pink. Not really digging that. Oh, man. I smell the alcohol. And I smell the plum. I smell it, and they're both strong. Dude, it's so, like, like sour that just by smelling it, my mouth is watering. My mouth is watering. I can't even talk. I'm like, I can't talk. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to give it a go. Here we go. Mm. Wow. Holy shit. This is fucking awesome. This is really fucking awesome. It's kind of like, it's like, I don't know. It's like kind of like, it's like a wine cooler almost, but it's like a good wine cooler. Actually, yeah, I guess, I guess you can consider this a wine cooler, a very potent wine cooler, but it's really good. It's really fucking refreshing. This is right here. Oh my God. All right. Faders, this here is a motherfucking perfect drink, dude. Oh my god, this apartment is fucking hot as shit, right? Outside is fucking hot. But this here is fucking freezing cold. Well, on purpose. I, I made it fucking freezing cold. My fingers are numb. Because I'm holding this glass full of ice and shit. And this tastes really good. It's going down really well and stuff. It it's like it's like it's it's like when you hear this. This is like this is like Chuhai talk. This is Chuhai is talking to me and is saying, Drink me. Drink me, get faded. Day fade with me, baby. Day fade with me. Now I'm like, hell yeah, let's get balls deep in this motherfucker. This is good. Okay, this it's almost like Chinese food. It's like sweet and sour. It's sweet and it's sour, but it's not bad sweet, not bad sour. It's like the perfect combination. It's great. Oh my god, but it's. It's so sweet and so sour that it combats the taste of alcohol to the point where it's just enough where it's, it doesn't bother me. It's not, it's not like drinking rubbing alcohol or anything like that and stuff where you're just like, oh, fuck, dude, this is strong. 
No, it's 8% and you can't taste it. This is like a fucking, oh man. Dude, if you want to get somebody fucked up and shit that does not drink alcohol, this is the drink to do it. Holy shit. This is insane. Actually, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. If you want to get fucked up and you don't want to taste alcohol, you know, this could be a really good hangover drink. Dude, if you, if you need like the hair of the dog and shit, if you're like, oh man, I'm so fucking hungover. Oh my God, I need a beer just to fucking level off and shit. This is the drink for you. If you can't get any beer, if you don't have any beer, I mean, if you go to the store, I'm sure you can get beer and you can get this and shit, but this might not be bad, especially in a hot day. Oh my God, this is so fucking refreshing. Mmm. I can't drink this all the time, but if you're day fitting, like I'm doing right now, this is the perfect drink to drink. This is fucking great. This is awesome. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh my God. This is so fucking dope. Oh, it tastes so good. I mean, it tastes really good. I mean, for, I mean, it is what it is. All right. It, it's kind of like a wine cooler, you know, it, it doesn't look like a wine. It comes in a can and the can looks pretty fucking, the can looks like it could be anything. Really? I mean, it's like a golden can with a black label and shit. And then like, there's like a little like plum and it says 8%. I mean, shit, like if you're if going to the store and you look at this, it, this does not look like a pink drink. I mean, you should probably drink it in the can, actually. <laughs> Once you pour it into a glass, it's a whole different story. You're like, hey guys, how's it going? Hmm. You know, but drinking it in a can is pretty fucking badass. But, oh man, this drink is, it's on. I'm going to say, okay, it's not my favorite drink, but it is what it is. For a nice, refreshing summer drink, maybe if you don't want to drink beer and stuff at the moment, this is the go-to thing. I think this is good for dudes. It's also good for, like, chicks. You know, I can totally see my sisters drinking this. Although my sisters are pretty badass. They probably just drink beer. But I, I can pretty much see, like, any girl drinking this and enjoying this. I, I think this is definitely a girl's drink, but also a dude's drink. It, it can go either way and shit. The pink color does, it's kind of off-putting for me and shit. I'm, I'm not really big on pink drinks and shit, but, you know, I, I think it's decent. You know, I mean, I, I just drink it out of the can, you know. Definitely pick this up if you're going to go, if, if you're going to go to the park and shit, maybe play some Frisbee or fucking whatever and shit. It's not bad. Get that and a couple of beers. Start off with this. It's 8%. You'll get your fade on and then fucking cool off with some beers. That's my recommendation. I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Can't give it a dick in the air. Mm, can't give it. I, I want to see a dick in the air. You know what? Fuck it. I'll give it two thumbs up and a chub. Two thumbs up and a chub. 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 Yeah, that's it. Two thumbs up and a chub. That's what it gets. It is what it is. All right. So, faders, um, I got an email from one of our faders and shit talking about or asking us about the uh, earthquakes. Now, Tokyo, if not all of Japan, has been kind of fucked up recently. We've been having pretty long and not super big, but like I think we've, our earthquakes right now have been about four point, five point. But we've been having earthquakes maybe once a day, once every couple of days or so, and um, yeah, they've been they've been pretty intense. Not fucking so strong where shit's breaking in your house where you gotta fucking evacuate or anything like this. It's not like the one that happened a couple of years ago in 2011, but still, it's kind of uh, troublesome for some people. And, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of weird shit's happening. If you check the news and shit, we're not really getting this news here. We got to go to, like, uh, YouTube and check the news there or whatever to get this. But um, I guess, like, a lot of dolphins are beaching themselves and like, 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 Fukuoka and Fukushima and a couple other parts of, like, Tokyo or Japan and shit. 
and I guess it's like a hundred at a time or something, from what I understand. And um, that's pretty fucked up because usually when animals start acting really fucking weird, like like and like a fucking like like the Suicide Squad of fucking dolphins and shit, and like fuck it, let's all drink the Kool Aid together. <laughs> And they get on the beach and shit, and they're like, oh, wait, now we're stuck. Fuck, Kool-Aid was bad. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that's happening. But as I said, as I just mentioned, like, whenever, like, animals start doing, like, weird shit like this, it's basically, like, a warning to, like, something bad or something big or something to happen and shit like that. I mean, dolphins. I thought usually whales beach themselves. I had no idea that fucking dolphins did this shit, too, but apparently they do. So that's happening, and we're having earthquakes and, and also, a volcano and, like, like one of the islands and shit exploded where, like, I think, like, 200 people had to be evacuated. So, Japan is pretty fucking wild at the moment and shit. It's at the point where, like, oh, I fucking love this drink. Oh, my God, it's so good. It's at the point where, like, my wife, the missus, she's very level-headed, right? She's, she's, I mean, she's almost like a businesswoman. I mean, she's just very level-headed. She's logical, you know? She's, like, my polar opposite. I think that's what we fit together. She doesn't even drink. Can you believe that? Doesn't even drink. Fucking weird. Anyway, so even she, she's like, I think it's about time we get like a fucking bug on bag. I'm like, bug on bag? Like fucking like a prepper bag kind of thing? She's like, yeah, I think it's about time we did that. Because fucking last Saturday, no, what was it? It was last Friday. There's a pretty big earthquake that happened early, early in the morning. Like I think like six o'clock and some shit. And um, it was big enough where like it woke us both up. We're like, oh, should we leave? Should we stay? Should we leave? Should we stay? Should we leave? It's over. All right, cool. Because that's what you think when you're inside and shit and you feel like an earthquake that gets a little bit intense. You're thinking, stay, leave, stay, leave, stay, leave, stay. But after an earthquake, I got a drink, dude. I fucking, my hands start sweating. They start shaking a little bit and shit. I'm just like, uh, either I need a drink because I need a drink. I'm at that point. <laughs> <laughs> or, or I just need to drink just to cool off or whatever. So I drank. And then last Saturday, last Saturday was pretty fucked up. Like me and the missus again, we fucking, we have this thing where we like to like, uh, we like to go to a restaurant in a neighborhood that's like kind of near our neighborhood. And then we like to take alternative ways back, right? To our home. And we like to get lost too. Because you get lost and you see a bunch of weird fucking shit in Japan or in Tokyo, right? Like, You'll see weird houses or you'll see like some kind of a weird like Buddhist statue or something. It's the coolest thing. If you come to Tokyo on a vacation or something or if you actually live here, just get yourself a bike, rent a bike, buy a bike, buy a cheap bike. It only costs you like fucking 50 bucks to 100 bucks and stuff and just ride around and get completely lost. And if you get lost, the rule is you can't use your phone. Even if somebody's calling you, you can't use your phone. You just get lost and fucking you got to try to find your way back once you get really lost and stuff. And then you just see and experience like fucking cool little parks or maybe you bump into somebody or fucking what happened to us fucking earthquake yeah get this we're fucking by a yutenji kind of like the south side of um tokyo right off the toyoka line for all the people who live in japan and we're riding our bikes and we're fucking lost and shit we're just having fun all of a sudden i guess we're like near like where the speaker was but we hear this so fucking loud and it sounded like 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 fucking like one of those fucking like alarms that you fucking like heard when you watch the tv show mash you know when fucking like the nbc or whatever it was invading or some shit and we're just like holy shit what the fuck is going on what the fucking shit and also my wife's like earthquake dude i was thinking north korea i was like holy shit that we're getting bombed we're getting motherfucking bombed oh! 
eh, it was fucking crazy. But no, no. My wife says earthquake, right? And I'm like, oh shit. We get off our bikes and shit, right? And we get in the middle of the road. And it's kind of like a side road, so there's no cars. And I'm like, there's no fucking earthquake. Everything seems pretty cool. Boom! It starts hitting, right? It was like metal meets jazz, right? Now, it was pretty intense. I guess if you're inside, it was hard, more hardcore, but we were outside on the street, right? But you could feel the concrete movement. It was kind of like standing on a skateboard, right? And, um,. Fucking like all the trees and all the poles and stuff are shaking. And it wasn't that serious. It was only like like a, I think a four point or a five point. Once you get into the sevens and eights, that's where shit gets really fucked up. A nine's pretty, once you reach nine, dude, fucking eh, it's over. You're, you're in trouble, right? But it was like at the point where it was like kind of like it could go either way, right? And fucking we're there and shit. And I'm freaking out, right? And we're in the middle of the road. Because I, because like, all right, if you're outside and shit, get in the middle of the street, right? Because if you're on one side of the street, like if there's like like a building or something above you, the glass breaks, it's gonna cut you to motherfucking pieces, right? Or like maybe like a piece of brick or some shit's gonna fall on your head and bomb, sayonara, motherfucker. So we're in the middle of the street, right? And everything's shaking. And this car comes up and flashes its headlights, right? And I'm fucking like, maybe this guy's in the car, he can't tell that there's a fucking earthquake happening right now. So my wife's like, oh my God. And I start like waving my arms and shit. And I'm like, jeezing. Jishing, motherfucking Jishing. And maybe that's what threw him off and shit. Cause he stopped and shit. He sticks his head out the window. And he's like, Nanny? Nanny means what, right? I'm like, motherfucking G. Motherfucking, maybe he didn't know. So then when I said Jishing, Jishing means earthquake. Fucking, he's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And I was like, Jishing. He's like, oh. He gets out of his truck. He's like, oh, so does the Jishing. And then fucking it stopped. <laughs> he got two seconds of the earthquake. But after that, we're fucking chit-chatting with a guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, a lot of earthquakes recently. He's like, yeah, it's dangerous. We're like, oh, shit. And then we rode our bike, bikes and stuff. You know, we got back on the roads, some of the main roads and shit. And, um, yeah, we started seeing, like, a lot of people hanging out in the streets and stuff, talking about earthquakes and shit. We pull up to this old couple that are having this really intense conversation. Like, oh, so we pulled up and we're like, hey, Doris, how's the, how's the earthquake? And they're like, oh, you should go home. <laughs> they're telling me to go home. But I played it off. I was like, I was like, yeah, dude, we're trying to go home right now. We're lost. <laughs> we're trying to find our apartment right now. Where, where's, where are we? And they're like, uh, 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 oh, okay. Well, then they gave us directions and shit. And we talked about earthquakes a little bit. But it was pretty ins- insane for a bit. But today's Monday. Sunday, there is no earthquakes. Today, so far, there's no earthquakes. So we'll see how it goes and shit. Um, hopefully everything's going to be okay. Hopefully. I'm, I'm sure it will. But yeah, anyway, yeah, we got a bug on bag. We got actually two of them and shit. We got one full of like all like supplies like clothes and fucking a baseball bat and like matches and candles and all sorts of weird shit like that. And then we got another one that's full of like fucking canned food and bottled water and shit. I don't know. I got to start watching that, that movie or that TV program, Doomsday Preppers. I mean, I was watching that back in the day, like maybe about three years ago or some shit, and I was watching it not to like learn anything, but I was watching it just because how fucking crazy some of these people were. Like I saw one episode where like a guy, like he, he's he's like like in this desert with his kids and shit, and he's teaching his kids how to like shoot pistols and stuff, and his kids are like fucking like, I don't know, like six years old and four years old. I mean, they're fucking kids, right? And he's like, he's like, yeah, so what we have here is like a 48, but boom! And the guy fucking all of a sudden falls over and shit like that. He, he had his fucking thumb 
over the fucking hole of the barrel, right? Where the bullet comes out. He put his fucking thumb over that and starts showing the kids. All right. Now, I've never been in the military, but I'm from Michigan. And I know enough about guns that one thing you never do is you don't point the barrel at anything unless you want to shoot it. You can point it at the sky, you can point it at the ground, you can point it at a tree if you want to, that's okay. But whatever you do, you never point it at yourself. Not, not your foot, not your dick, not your finger. And some people shoot off their dicks, dude. They fucking put the gun in their fucking like front, or like 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 underneath their belt in the front of like their, their pants and shit, and they blow off like one of their nuts or their dick or some shit, dude. And then for the rest of their life, they're called One Nut. Could you imagine having that nickname, One Nut? Hey, One Nut. Give me a beer, you hosa. <laughs> One nut. Oh, God, it's going to be the worst nickname. I mean, fucking, I mean, shit mouth is probably better than one nut. Because if, if your nickname is shit mouth, all you got to do is just go to a dentist. But if your name is one nut, what are you going to do? Get like a nut transplant or some shit? One nut's bigger than the other? I don't know. What, dude, what if you have a, oh my God, holy shit. What if you're a kid? What if you're a prepper, like this guy, and you fucking blow off one of your nuts, right? And you have a nut transplant. So you've got one nut that's yours and one nut that's somebody else's. And you don't know any, you don't know the person who fucking like donated their nut, right? Maybe this guy died in a car accident. He donated his eyes, his ears, his lungs, his nuts, right? So you get this nut, right? And maybe the nut is like like a different race than what you are, right? For example, like maybe if you're black, it's a white guy's nut. Or maybe you're white, it's a black guy's nut or an Asian guy's nut or whatever. It could be anything, right? And so all of a sudden you meet this girl and she, or maybe you go back to your wife and you're like, hey, I just got the nut transplant. And she's like, oh, well, let's give it a go. Let's give it a try. And she starts sitting on your face and giving you a blowjob and everything's just going. And before you know it, she's pregnant. Nine months later, baby comes out. And all of a sudden the baby's like like it's not like like your it's not like your skin tone, right? And you're like, what the fuck? Dude, wouldn't that be fucking crazy? Now would that baby be your baby or would it be the dead guy's baby? Whose baby would it be? Would you be responsible for this kid? You're like, nope, I can't be responsible for this kid. It's not mine. <laughs> could you do that? What would be the legalities of this shit? Like, dude, I mean the first thing you'd think is like, oh my god. She's been cheating on me, and it's more than obvious. And even if you, even if you know that it's like from the other nut, you know, then I mean, fucking like, what do you tell your family? You're like, uh, yeah, um, I had a nut transplant. Oh, what? What would you? Saito-san, what did you say? I had a nut transplant. Nut transplant. <laughs> I had a nut transplant. You had a nut transplant. Why did you do such a stupid thing? Don't you know they got prosthetics and shit? I don't know, man. That's that's a fucking that's a situation that's gonna happen in the future. Regardless. Anyway, going back to like fucking like uh, the, the doomsday preppers. I used to watch that show all the time just to see the fuck up people do fucked up shit. You know, fucking, I don't know. This one guy actually, he shot this high pirate rifle right next to his friend's ears. And he blew on his friend's eardrums and shit. All the fucking wacky shit that these fucking losers get themselves in. It's fucking hilarious. I love watching these train wrecks. That's why I love fucking reality shows sometimes. You watch a reality show. Now they seem a little bit too set up. But the original ones are just like... You're just like, oh my God, I fucking love my life. At first, you know, I was like, dude, my life kind of sucks. Oh God, but my jobs, everything sucks and shit. But after watching this, I feel pretty goddamn good. Oh man. But yeah, the original Doomsday Preppers or whatever, that was some pretty good shit. And now I'm fucking checking it out and shit, trying to get some like, like tips. Like, all right, so what should I do if fucking everything goes to shit here in Tokyo? 
I mean, most likely it's going to be like the last earthquake and shit where everything's kind of like normal. No, no, I wouldn't say normal, fucking, but everything's kind of like civilized, right? Fucking everybody like leaves their office and they march home and shit in silence. Fucking, that was the weirdest thing. Uh, during the last earthquake, and fucking we did a show at fucking Shank's house and shit during uh, like the day of the earthquake and stuff to talk about our experiences. I think it was episode like, um, fuck, it was an early one. Maybe 40s? It was something in the 40s or something. Mad long ago. Anyway and shit, like that was fucking weird because after we did the show, hanging out with Shank and a couple of friends and stuff, oh, his girlfriend at the time cut my hair that night. That was kind of weird too. Because we're getting all these aftershocks and shit and she's got these fucking huge razor sharp fucking scissors and she's cutting my hair. And she like, she, like her cutting hair is like a hobby of hers. She's not even professional. And I'm thinking like, one wrong move and it's all over. Which is more dangerous? The earthquake or a chick with fucking like razor sharp scissors right by my throat? Who knows? Anyway, I survived both. So anyway, at the end of fucking like that show and stuff and hanging out with Shank, I fucking rode my bike home. And I lived like, uh, he, at that time, the studio was central Tokyo. It was in Shinjuku. And I was living in Shimokitazawa, which is kind of like maybe 35, 40 minutes away. So I'm riding my bike, right? My little, little old BMX before I got stolen. And I was riding it and shit, weaving in between cars. Traffic was just locked. The cars were not moving. But the thing is, no cars were moving. All the cars were sitting there and shit on the streets, on the road, right? And and, and fucking nobody's honking. Everybody's just like accepting it. Like, okay, right now we're all fucked. Let's just do this. So fucking all the cars were there. This is on a road called Kananadori, which is a major road in Tokyo. It's like one of the circle roads. They have these highways or major roads that kind of donut the city. And there's like, like, I think like 10 of them. And this is like one of the bigger ones. So I'm riding my bike and all the cars are silent. And they're just not moving. So I'm weaving in between cars. Zoom, 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 zoom. And then on the left, on the sidewalk to my left and the sidewalk to my right, just in silence. Thousands of people, business people, college students, high school students, whatever, quietly, not even talking. Half of them are just just staring straight ahead or staring at their iPhones, just walking, marching, almost like a military. Nobody's talking. Complete silence. It was fucking crazy. Just, just, just riding my bike through there. In fact, dude, my BMX was kind of my chain was fucked up and shit. Kind of a chain that kind of cranked as you fucking pedal and shit. I was probably making more noise than most of these people and shit. It was fucking crazy. It was eerie. But that's the thing about Japan, man. It was completely civilized. Completely civilized. It was the most unbelievable thing. Because you can think, in almost any other fucking city in the world and shit, like if this happened, and I don't want to say like just like 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 in America, but if this happened like, let's say in like New York, Chicago, Paris, London, fucking, I don't know, Rio de Janeiro, fucking like any other like city, it's probably not going to be as motherfucking civilized as it was in Tokyo. I mean, fucking, I shouldn't even say Tokyo, I should say Japan. Because everybody was just so fucking cool about it. They're just like, okay... This is fucked up. This could be really serious. We don't know. Let's just fucking walk home. Don't talk to him. Don't bother anybody. Just walk home and shit. And it was just, just the silence. Oh man, it's like, maybe everybody knows something I don't know. <laughs> it was wild. But anyway, I don't know. So fucking if the big one happens at Tokyo, I'm sure everything's going to be fine enough. You know, I, I don't think there's going to be chaos. People looting in the streets and shit. So... That's pretty awesome. That's one of the cool things about Tokyo. Now let's talk about the news. 
<laughs> so, all right, right now, today, at this moment, there's no earthquakes. Everything is totally cool. But now it's time for the news. Faders, you know what's going to happen. What we're going to do now is we're going to read the top five stories of this week. Now, usually we do the first two best stories, and then we take a break, and then we do the top five. But it's just me. You got Johnny, and John is reading the news. I always wanted to be a singer of a band, but my voice sucks. <laughs> but I'm guessing it's okay. Here we go. All right, story number five. This story takes place in Tokyo. Woman's body found in suitcase in locker at Tokyo Station. Now, this is interesting because every so often we get a story like this where they found like uh, they find like uh, ashes, like cremated ashes. They find a bag full of weapons. Sometimes they find like a bag full of money or drugs or some shit. Usually, usually not drugs though, but usually just weird shit, right? Women's clothing. I guess people is like you know they get like like a, a suitcase full of something. They need to stash it for a little bit, and they fucking just go to like a, a station. They put it there, right? This one here is a little bit strange. Woman's body found in suitcase in locker at Tokyo Station. Woman's body. I mean, out of all the places to stash a body, I mean, didn't this motherfucker watch the movie Goodfellas? <laughs> like the first scene in Goodfellas explained everything. You need lime, you need a shovel, and that's about it. And if they're still moving, you stab them a couple of times. All right, but don't do that. Don't do that, don't do that. Okay, <clears throat> I gotta say that legally. <laughs> We've been advised. Okay, in Tokyo, June 1st, oh shit, this is from today. Okay, cool. Um, the body of a woman was found in a suitcase in a locker at Tokyo Station on Sunday morning. According to police, an employee of the company that operates the coin locker made the discovery at around 9 a.m. Sankai reported, police said the body had decayed, but it appeared that the woman was in her 70s or 80s and was about 140 centimeters tall. I have no idea how tall that is. 140 centimeters could be super big or super small. I have no fucking idea. She, she could be a fucking smurf for all I know. Who knows? 140 centimeters. They added that there were no means of identification on the body and no signs of external injury. Police said the suitcase, which was 70 by 50 by 25 centimeters, had been placed in the locker at April 26 at the south exit at the Maranochi side of the station. So 70 by 50 by 25, and she is 145 centimeters. Holy shit, this guy must have folded her up like origami or some shit. Maybe she's like folded up so she's like a little airplane or something. I have no fucking clue, but that's pretty fucking crazy. Now think about this. I think I think if, if somebody dies, like let's say like, like a loved one dies or a neighbor dies or a friend dies and shit, getting somebody cremated and buried is pretty fucking expensive. It's not the cheapest thing. I think in most countries, it's pretty fucking, it's going to cost you about 5Gs or something like that. So what if you don't have 5Gs? What are you going to do? I guess locker? Put them in the locker. You're like, well, Tomoko, we've had some good times. We've had some bad times. But you know what? Financially, <laughs> you're not worth it. And this other guy goes to the station and puts her into a fucking locker, puts in 50 cents or 50 yen and shit, turns the key, takes it down and shit, and walks home and gets faded. That or maybe, maybe the guy, like, he's like, maybe... Maybe he's going to take her, he's going to take his girlfriend or his wife to like the, 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 the cemetery, right? Or the crematory where they get like cremated, right? He's like, oh, fuck, dude. Fucking these hearses are so expensive. There's no way I could do like a weekend at Bernie's where I'm fucking like pretending she's alive and walking through Shibuya Station and shit. I mean, her eyeballs are falling out. She's been decayed for a while. Oh, man, this is fucked up. How about if I put her in like a lunchbox and I take her to the station and shit and fucking I'll take a train. I'll take her. I'll, I'll get her cremated and stuff and that'll be fucking great. 
So what this guy does, he goes to Tokyo Station, right? Tokyo Station's a big station. So he goes in, he puts the lunchbox in the locker, shuts the locker, puts some money, takes out the key, and he's like, all right, now it's time to get faded. Because, I mean, it's a stressful thing getting somebody cremated or buried and shit. It's not an easy thing in any country, right? So fucking he's like, all right, I got to get a six-pack. So or he goes to the bar, goes, gets a six-pack, and he starts getting faded, right? He gets so fucking annihilated. He gets fucking wasted. Tree, weasel. Oh, man, this guy is fucked up. And then he goes home. He's like, oh, fuck, I'm so fucked up. Ah, He goes home and shit. Maybe he goes to jail. Maybe he's in jail. The cops are like, dude, you're way too wasted to be on these streets. He's like, no, nah, but I'm awkward in the fucking lunchbox. Like, the cops are like thinking, this guy is completely delusional. He's saying Tomoko's in a lunchbox in the station. That's impossible. <laughs> this guy goes to jail or he goes home and he fucking forgets. Maybe, maybe he loses the key. And then he forgets. He's so fucked up. He forgets which station, which locker, which locker number and shit. He doesn't know where Tomoko is. And he's thinking he's at home. He's like, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to tell my kids? What the fuck am I going to tell my kids? Oh my God. Oh my God. And also he turns on TV, turns on the news. And he's like, oh, there she is. <laughs> the cops will take care of her. Now, did I leave my wallet in there too? <laughs> Story number four. Story number four. Okay. Convenience store employee injured by robber. Hmm. Okay, this story takes place in Nagano. A female employee at a Los Convenience store was injured by a knife-wielding man who robbed the store in Nagano on Saturday morning. According to police, the man entered the store at around 2 a.m. Wasted. Yeah. NTV reported police said he approached the 45-year-old woman at the register, threatening her with a knife. A Rambo knife? Most likely a fruit knife. <clears throat> and demanded money. After taking about 25,000 N, about $250, from the register, the man started to leave, but the woman grabbed him. Ooh. No, 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 no. Not that kind of grabbing. The man knocked her down, and she suffered light head injuries, police said. There were no customers in the store at the time. The suspect identified as or described as being in his 20s or 30s. That's fucking 20 years. 20s to 30s. 175 centimeters tall, which is either big or small, we do not know. And of thin belt. Basically, that describes almost everybody I know. <clears throat> he was dressed in black and wearing a black cap and a white face mask. Yep, once again, that's pretty much everybody I know. It could have been any of my friends. Could have been Maddie B. We don't know. He's been around. He's been missing. Who knows? Could have been Maddie B. Okay. Now, all right. I'm going to tell you something. When I was in college, I had a part-time job, and I worked at a place called Harold's International Newsstand. It was a magazine, uh, books, no, it was a magazine newspaper store in downtown San Francisco on Geary Street. I worked there for about a year and a half. I was the night manager. Now, I had the night job. I ran the place. It was just me in this place. It was like just right above the Tenderloin, which is a pretty fucked up area back then. Now I went back like last October. The place is beautiful. Everybody's all happy walking through the streets. But back then and shit, there's like junkies, homeless people, people smoking crack right in the corner and shit. And we used to get people in all the time and shit trying to steal our porno magazines, right? Yes, yes. Back in the day, we had magazines with paper. People will come in and like homeless dudes or junkies will try to come in and shit and they steal magazines, mostly pornos, because they go down the street to like more of the deeper tenderloin and they'd either sell the fucking pornos or exchange the pornos at other liquor stores for money or booze and shit, right? And, and that's what they used to try to do. 
Sometimes we'd catch them, sometimes we wouldn't. But back then, I was like fucking like 18, 17, 18 years old and shit. Why was I a manager in that fucking neighborhood? I have no idea. I, maybe they thought I was just expendable. <laughs> the little kid, he's expendable. Put him as a night manager. Besides, it'll look good on his resume in the future, which it did. So, now, one time, I remember this specifically. One time I'm there and I'm reading a magazine or some shit. And I'm fucking hanging out and this guy comes and he stumbles in. He's a big guy and shit. Fucking, he's like fucking like six foot something and he's older and stuff, gray hair. And like he smells and shit and fucking he's just just not fucking a customer. It's obvious. He's not fucking a customer. No, he was not fucking. There was no sex involved in that shop. <laughs> well, actually there was, but that's a different story. But uh, he comes in and shit and he goes down and he just starts shoveling all these pornos. He just grabs them all and stiffs them, stuffs them in this fucking paper bag. And I'm sitting there and like there's hotels around our area, right? And, and like, I'm seeing this, everybody else is seeing this. And you know, when you're fucking 17, you think you're gonna live forever. So I fucking say, hey, what the fuck are you doing? And fucking like, like all these people start looking at me and I'm fucking pointing at this guy who's stuffing fucking pornos in this fucking paper bag and shit. I'm like, get your ass over here. He comes up to the register. I say, what the fuck are you doing? I reach into the paper bag and shit to pull out the pornos. As I reach into the por- then reach into my reach into the bag and shit, the guy grabs my hand and pulls me over the motherfucking register. Granted, back then I was fucking thin and young. I flew over like a motherfucking cartoon and shit. Woo! I fall over. I hit the ground and shit. And this guy just books, dude. My adrenaline went from fucking negative fucking ten to hundred and ten, dude. I was like, Wah! I ran outside and shit. And the guy starts running down the street. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I just started yelling shit, right? I couldn't leave the shop because I'm the only one there, right? And get this. This is the biggest part. This is the most fucking the thing, right? This this cop, a cop car drives by. And I go, police, police. Dude, the cop car just drove by. They didn't even look at me and shit. And they fucking just drove by. And I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, God damn it. And there's fucking like an hour left before I was going to close up. And I'm like, fuck. You know what? I'm pissed off. My arm hurts. My head's a little bit sore and shit. Fucking all the customers fucking left the place too. I'm there all by myself and shit, right? And I'm like, you know what? We got cameras. Everything is recorded. Fucking, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna write a note. I'm gonna call the boss in the morning and shit. I'm gonna tell him what happened and stuff. We can file a report. Give the fucking like the tape to the fucking cops. We'll find this guy. Everything's cool. Anyway, I do that. I tell my boss, I'm like, hey, I came in actually. I came in. I'm like, hey, dude, fucking, we got robbed. The guy stole all the pornos, threw me over and shit like that. I didn't call the cops. I don't know why. I just wanted to go home and shit, whatever, get faded and stuff. And and fucking, yeah, let's take this can, let's take the fucking like tape and shit. Cause back then it was like VHS tapes, right? And let's fucking like, let's like, whatchamacallit, like, like show the cops and stuff. We're gonna get this guy. You know, my boss, my boss, like, well, you know what? Yeah, let's not do that. Let's just be careful, you know, and like like reaching over and trying to like do something like that. That's kind of bad. You know, it's really dangerous. You should just let him go. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? We should call the cops. We should call the fucking army. Let's fucking get this motherfucker. Dude, he fucking, he, he threw me over the counter and shit. They're like, no, man. No, it's okay. It's cool. You know, he, if he comes by and shit, just call the cops then and shit. But we're just going to let it go. I was like, what the fuck, man? What the fuck? Dude, I'm... Dude, I'm part of the team. I got injured. You should have my back. No, nobody's got my back. Nobody's got my back. Story of my motherfucking life. So anyway, I'm sitting there and I'm fucking floored. My arm still hurts and shit. And I'm like, can I have the tape? My boss is like, oh yeah, yeah, you can have the tape. Here it is. 
gives me the tape and shit. And then I used it for a fucking like, like a video like project for like one of my fucking projects in school because I was going to art school and stuff, which is kind of cool. And whenever I told anybody a story and shit, I'm like, dude, one time I got fucking robbed and shit. The guy pulled me over the counter and shit. It was fucking crazy. I ran out the door after him and stuff. It was so fucked up. Because a lot of times when you tell a story like that and shit, all your friends are like, yeah, right. Bullshit. I put that tape in. Popped in the VHS. Push play. Boom. I was like, yeah, that's me getting my ass kicked. <laughs> I don't know why I was proud of that, but at the time I was proud of that. I was like, yeah, that's me. He, he pulled me over like I was paper and shit. Oh, man, he totally could have killed me. Oh, man, maybe it was a bad idea showing everybody that. But anyway, my point being is, listen, if you're working at a fucking shop, maybe a convenience store, a magazine shop, anything, especially if it's a motherfucking corporation and you're getting robbed or somebody's robbing the place or fucking like like looting the place up and shit, dude, just call the cops, push a button, but do not get involved. Especially if the guy's walking out the door. Don't be a fucking hero for fucking $6.95 or $6.50 an hour. Seriously, is your life really worth $6.50? I don't think so. Even if you're the biggest motherfucking loser in the motherfucking world and shit, you're, you're definitely worth at least like, I don't know, $12.50, $15, definitely not $6.50. So fucking, especially if you're working like the fucking midnight shift, dude. Oh man, dude, the guy robs you. He fucking leaves the shop. You're like, all right, call the cops. Have the cops deal with that shit. Damn, dude. So whatever you do, don't be a hero for six fifty. Moving on, story number three. <clears throat> Truck drives into brand name goods store in Yokohama. Obviously, the story takes place in Yokohama. A small truck drove into a store that sells. Used brand name goods in Yokohama. And what police believe was an attempt to rob the store, police said Saturday. According to police, the incident occurred at around 5 a.m. Friday. Security footage from the store shows the truck smashing through the glass window at the front. And then driving into the center of the shop, NTV reported. By the time the police arrived, 20 hours later, uh, the driver of the truck had abandoned the vehicle and fled the scene. Police said that no one was injured and that none of the merchandise was stolen or damaged. They crashed in and they stole nothing. Now that's pretty interesting. I, I, I have no idea. I'm speechless actually. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. Witnesses claim to have seen several men running away from the scene of the crime. Dude, this is like fucking like the unseen part of like Reservoir Dogs where they fucking rob the fucking like uh, the diamond shop or whatever. Fucking, but fucking is like completely unsuccessful. Same thing with this robbery and shit. This is like fucking like, 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 like half the Arnold Schwarzenegger movies of the 80s and shit. Like in Commando, he fucking like drives the fucking truck or whatever into like the fucking like gun shop and starts stealing all these guns and shit and fucking like AK-47s and missile launchers and shit. Or actually, Arnold Schwarzenegger has done that a lot in the night in the 80s and shit. Didn't he do that in Terminator? How to be back. He fucking crashes his car and shit into like the fucking police station and starts shooting all the cops and shit. I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger, man, that guy's a bad motherfucking driver and shit. So anyway, these guys, they drive into like this fucking like like the shop or whatever, right? Full of name brand goods. Now, I don't know if you know this, but name brand goods, especially bags, Louis Vuitton bags, coach bags and shit. These bags are easily worth fucking at least one grand, two grand, three grand. I mean, you could take like a big bag and put like another bag in it, another bag in that, another bag in that. So it's like one of those Russian dolls or something and walk out of the place and you, you've got like $50,000 fucking rolling down the road and shit. But these guys, they roll in and they're just like, holy shit, we actually did this. 
Let's get out of here. <laughs> and they all run out and shit. Oh, man, that's pretty fucked up. So anyway, these criminals are pretty fucking stupid. But, I mean, good for, like, the owner of the shop. He's like, dude, all I got to do is just fix the front of the shop. <laughs> Instead of fucking replacing thousands upon thousands upon thousands of fucking stolen goods. Good for him. Okay, moving forward. Okay, here we go. Patient arrested for t- attacking woman with knife at clinic. Oh, God, I'm not even drinking. Get this. I'm talking so much that I'm not even getting my fade on. Mm. Mm. Oh, my God. You know what? Oh, dude, this is so good. I love this drink. Oh, my God. This is so good. All the ice melted, so it's kind of opened up a little bit, and it still tastes fucking good. You know, sometimes when ice melts in a drink, the drink starts tasting like shit. You're like, oh, God, what the fuck is this? Ugh, give me a new one. Not this drink. Mmm. Oh. I'm liking this more. God damn it. I should have got more of these. Fuck. Well, I'm only about 10 minutes away from the convenience store. Gonna get my walk on for my day fade. Here we go. This story takes place in... Osaka. Osaka. Here we go. A 45-year-old male patient at a clinic in Kodoma, Osaka, has been arrested on suspicion of attacking a woman. Working at the reception desk with a knife. Ew, a lot of knifey, knifey, knifey in this story. According to police, the man attacked a 58-year-old woman at the ENT, ear, nose, and throat, clinic at around... Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. ENT. Ear, nose, and throat? ENT, ear, nose, and throat. Now, you know you learned something from Godfitted Japan. <laughs> oh, okay. From the ENT clinic at around 5 p.m. Thursday, cutting her face and neck, Fuji TV reported. Oh, shit. That's no good. The woman is in stable condition, police said. <clears throat> police later found a knife covered in blood in the suspect's hospital room and said the man's speech had been maniac and incomprehensible. Maniac and incomprehensible. Holy fuck, dude. You think that maybe this guy went into the ENT just for like a little work and shit, like a little dentistry and stuff? And fucking, he's in there and the doctor's all fucked up and the doctor really fucks up his face and shit. And all of a sudden he looks like Blaine. And fucking, maybe he sounds like Blaine. He's like, now look at me. My face is all fucked up. I can't even open up my mouth enough to speak. And he's fucking talking all fucking weird and shit. And so he's like, he's like, fuck this. I need to get my revenge. So he goes out and shit. And fucking, he's like, he can't find any of the doctors and shit because it's got to be, it's 5 p.m. Closing times 4 p.m. at most clinics. Who am I going to stab? And so he fucking, he takes, takes it all out and fucking, the poor woman that had nothing to do with fucking his fucked up face and shit. In fact, Dude, a 45-year-old woman working... No, no, the patient's 45. A 58-year-old woman fucking, like, answering phones? Dude, that's, like, the shittiest job at the hospital. Dude, it it goes, like, fucking... All right, like, surgeons, general doctors, then you've got the nurses, and then at the lowest level, kind of like where the janitors are, that's where the secretaries are. Answering phones, dealing with bullshit telling people their fucking credit cards expired, telling them that they don't have any insurance and bullshit. 
they get shit on all the time. And then for fucking Bane to come up and shit and fucking stab him in the face? Dude, that fucking sucks. My heart goes on to this poor lady. Oh, shit. And this motherfucker, dude. I think fucking... Oh, dude. Man, there's a special place in hell for this motherfucker. And I hope he gets it, dude. Fuck this guy. All right, here we go, faders. Story number one. Okay, now story number one is pretty interesting. It's kind of like a, a recap of a story we did a while ago. But it's still pretty interesting. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> should, I read, should I read it like Bane? I don't think I'm fader enough to do that. Mm. 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 Oh, that's so good. Even chugging it is good. It's so awesome. It's so sour that after you drink it, your mouth fills up with like fucking like water. So it's like a natural chaser while you're drinking this drink. You're like, mmm, oh, so sour. Oh, oh, hey, there you go. Not too bad. Okay, here we go. Man gets suspended sentence in first trial over revenge. Porn. Revenge. Porn. Revenge. Porn. Revenge porn. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. This story took place in Fukushima. Fukushima, the place for me. The Fukushima District Court on Monday sentenced a 33-year-old man to 18 months in prison, suspended for three years, for distributing naked photos of a female friend. Ooh. A practice known in the business as revenge porn. It was the first trial involving revenge porn in Japan. Dun, dun, dun. The court heard that the defendant, Shinya Miyata, distributed 130 porn photos of a female acquaintance to an intertermerated number of people. Oh my god, maybe I am fucked up. I can't even read. Oh god. You know... You get to the point where you're drinking and shit, where reading becomes difficult. <laughs> I'm there. I'm there. I was born there. Okay, number of people. Uh, while in a parking lot of a shopping center in Koryama City in January. What the fuck? So basically, he's in a parking lot, and he's selling fucking naked pictures from his car to fucking a shitload of people walking by. Could you imagine that? Like you're, you're, you're with your kids and shit. You're going to go buy some ice cream, some milk, maybe some bacon or some shit. And some guy's like, hey, hey, come here. Come here. Come here. Leave the kids over there. You like boobies? You like boobies? You like boobies? I got boobies. I got boobies. Take a look at these. Boobies, boobies. He opens up a trench coat, opens up his trunk and shit. And here's all these pictures of boobies and shit of the same girl. His ex-girlfriend or a friend. How the fuck did he get like 150 photos or 130 different pictures of like this girl? I mean, dude, maybe they were like fucking boyfriend and girlfriend and like he used to like have her like pose and shit and you take pictures of her sucking his cock or some shit. Dude, I swear to God, ladies, ladies, don't have anybody take your photo unless you got your clothes on. Listen, if you're there with a wiener in your mouth, no cameras. If you're there and you're fucking, you're, you're, whatever you're doing and shit, you're getting tag team, whatever, just no cameras. Unless that's your job. If you're a fucking porn star, hey, man, you're getting paid. But if you're fucking boyfriend at the time or fucking like whoever you're, one night stands like, hey, man, guess what I got? He's fucking like taking pictures and shit. Flashes are going off. Dude, don't do that. Say no. Cameras are bad and shit. 
Cameras are really bad with the wiener in your mouth, ladies. There's just there's nothing good is gonna come out of it. Cause like the guy, the guy's like taking a picture with like fucking like his wiener in your mouth and shit for him to look at later. No way, dude. He's he's taking a picture with like a wiener in your mouth to show his friends to put that shit on Facebook. And then eventually, if you break up with him or he breaks up with you, revenge porn. Thank you, Blaine. I say Blaine Bane. God damn it. Alcohol, eight percent. You gotta love this shit. Okay, plus the other beer I'm drinking. God damn it. Mmm. Mmm. <clears throat> God, it's so hard to drink and talk at the same time. I need to get like a hole in my neck or something where I could like like pour booze with a funnel in my throat as I'm talking. Or maybe an IV. <laughs> like a jackass. Okay, here we go. Continuing with the story... Miyata told police he took the photos using his digital camera and then circulated them because he had a grudge against the woman. Last November, the diet enacted a law, uh, revenge porn, quote unquote, uh, which has been become, which has been become, fucking, yeah, this story is written all fucked up. It's not just me. Become a growing problem of the internet age. Under the law, people who distribute revenge porn uh, compromising pictures or videos of former partners face up to three years in prison and a fine of up to 500,000 yen, which is about $5,000. So you can, you, dude, you fucking, you, you got a picture, like a naked picture of an ex-girlfriend and shit, which we all do, to be honest. I mean, come on, guys. Who doesn't have at least one photo of one ex-girlfriend from your past? Now, remember, dudes, if you got a picture of your ex-girlfriend from when you were in high school... Let's just say like you're in high school. It's like 1995, 1994, and, and fucking maybe she's got, maybe you got your wiener in her mouth and shit and you fucking took a picture or some shit, got that film developed. Yeah, that's right. We had film back then. Whatever. <laughs> and um, anyway, you've got that fucking picture, right? Dude, guess what? If you put that shit on the internet, it doesn't matter that she's her ass is fucking like 50 years old now. Dude, that is fucking child porn, dude. You could go to jail for fucking like like fucking ten years, and they're gonna call you what's it? What's it, what did they call each other in fucking prison? Child molester, chama, chama. You'll be a chama, child molester, chomo. Is it chomo or chama? Chama, chomo. Sounds like Korean. Chama, chomo. <laughs> You're gonna be a chama, chomo. Oh man, the more I drink, the funnier I get. God, that's why I need Maddie here. Cause when Maddie's here, I can drink and fucking become ultra funny. Uh, God, I need Doug Stanhope, too. <laughs> I need a Doug Stanhope. Okay. <clears throat> so, face up to three years in prison or a fine up to 500,000 yen, a.k.a. $5,000. The legislation was crafted following a high-profile stalking murderer case in 2013 in Tokyo. We covered that case. Go back to... That's 2013. That's going to be episode 120-isk, somewhere around there. Dig it up. In Tokyo, in which a man harassed his former girlfriend by posting images of her online. The law allows internet services providers to delete suspected revenge porn images without the uploader's consent. If the images are still there two days after the complaint is made... Why if there's if? That doesn't make any sense. Fucking goddammit, the news we get sometimes is written so fucked up. Or maybe we're too fucked up to to really uh, realize what we're reading. Leicester police charged 318 people over incidents of revenge porn in which victims aged 18 or under 
were involved up to 34% of from the previous year, according to the NPA uh, National Police Agency. An NPA official said that the spread of smartphones has played a part in the increased incidence of crime. Dude, holy shit. Let me just read that again. <clears throat> Last year, police charged 318 people over incidents of revenge porn in which the victims are 18 years old or under uh, were involved in 34% of the previous year. Holy shit, dude. So that means... Oh, dude, I know what that means. It's not fucking adults taking pictures of fucking like kids. Well, maybe it is. But fucking... Dude... You're in high school. You got a fucking high school girlfriend. So fucking like, let's say you're 16, she's 16. You both have fucking smartphones and shit. You take a picture of her and shit as you're fucking doing the nasty. And fucking you put that online and shit. Her parents find out. You go to jail. You become a chama. Chama. Was it chomo? Chomo, chama. So anyway, you become one of these motherfuckers and shit. Damn, dude. So fucking maybe, dude, I don't know, man. I'd fucking like to know more about that and shit. Like fucking like what kind of circumstances these people are getting busted in because fucking dude when you're fucking like like 15 16 years old and you get your first girlfriend or if you're a girl you get your first boyfriend and shit of course you take pictures of yourselves kissing and shit and sometimes fucking maybe one thing leads to another and shit and fucking you taking pictures of yourselves naked in bed or some shit i don't know i don't know what fucking kids do these days fucking but anyway fucking like dude fucking it's 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 dangerous man you gotta fucking watch your fucking watch yourself dude having kids oh my god dude like fucking a lot of fucking faders fucking have kids right including fucking shank right he's got kids too imagine fucking having a kid they have a smartphone and shit like that and they fucking do something like this they're fucking like like making around making out and messing around and shit with like their fucking like like boyfriend or girlfriend or some shit taking photos and stuff dude you gotta fucking like educate them you gotta be like listen kid listen these phones are fun they're cute but dude, do you really want to be a chama for the rest of your life? Dude, because that chama, that does not go away, dude. Fucking if like you have like like a fucking a one-year blank mark where you went to prison and shit because you're a chama. Dude, that's not good, dude. You gotta explain that shit. Oh, dude. It doesn't matter that you did that you're 15 or 16 or something like that. Oh man. Dude, you gotta talk to your kids, man. It's a different fucking world and shit. Cause like when I was fucking young, dude. We had to fucking, if we took fucking pictures of us doing anything illegal or anything fucking in the gray zone, if you know what I'm saying, fucking, dude, we'd have to take it to fucking Kmart or some fucking place and get that film developed. So fucking before you did that, you, you had to think like, all right, how bad were these pictures? How much trouble can I get in if I could get into trouble? You had to fucking think about that. And then if you're like, well, maybe it's not worth it. Then you fucking, like, fucking destroy the film and shit. You fucking, like, just throw it away or whatnot, right? Which is actually a bad idea because somebody finds that and they get it developed and shit. <laughs> get fucked. But that's before the internet, so fucking whatever, you know? So the thing is this, man. Fucking these days with these fucking smartphones. Oh, shit, dude. Dude, you're, you fucking, you got your fade on. You're drunk and shit. You're not fucking thinking straight. You're taking a picture and stuff like that. You're like, ha, ha, ha. Send it to a friend or something. That friend fucking posts it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, ma, ma, ba, 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 all these other motherfucking websites and shit. Dude, next thing you know, dude, you're three years in the slammer. Because fucking like your, your girlfriend at the time becomes your ex-girlfriend instantly and complains. Files a police report and your ass is in the slammer. So fucking just watch yourself, man. And... Faders, whatever you do, be careful. Don't wind up in one of our stories because we're going to fucking make fun of your dumb ass.
<laughs> and if you do wind up in one of these stories, we're definitely going to make fun of your fucking dumbass. And if fucking you do go to jail, make sure you're fucking holding one of our stickers or wearing one of our shirts. By the way, we're going to have shirts coming out really fucking soon, and they're pretty fucking badass. So stay tuned for that. Faders, support our fucking sponsors. Please support our sponsors. Dude, I'm a motherfucking painter. Dude, please buy one of my paintings. Commission me, dude. Fucking, I am fucking freelancing work, fucking doing anything I can. I'm not walking the streets, not yet. <laughs> I'm not at that point. But fucking go down to thespiltink.com and definitely support me because I'm supporting the show and this shit, this content's free. Also, if you're in the Tokyo area, Get your ass down to Gamuso, dude. Gamuso is fucking sweet. And all the month of fucking June, I'm going to be bartending on Saturdays. And also, Mitsuya, go down there to Sammy Baby. Say what's up to Sammy Baby and shit. Go to the front, buy a couple of beers, and say, God faded Japan. And if you say motherfucking God faded Japan, you're going to go into this secret back room and get your motherfucking fade on. If you're back there, if you're in that area, give me or Maddie B an email on fucking Facebook. Go down to our motherfucking Facebook and we'll meet you there, dude. Probably, Manny B lives on the street. He'll probably be there before me and shit. But I will bust my fucking ass, dude. I'll fucking cancel any gig I got to fucking go down there and fade with you. And if you're coming to Tokyo and shit, hit us up on Facebook and shit. And we'd love to fucking fade with you too, man. We're not bullshitting. We've done that a lot of times. All right. And we're fucking corporate horse, just like everybody else. Go down to iTunes if you haven't. And give us a five-star review and write some shit about us. Five star. It fucking helps the show, spreads the word, and faders next week or this Friday, Maddie B will be here with me and shit, and we will get our motherfucking fade on. And that show is gonna be crazy because fucking now me, dude, I, I can't fucking fade and fucking talk at the same time. It's kind of tough, you know? Because I talk fast, I drink fast, man. I'm one of those guys that does everything fast, right? But when Maddie B is talking, he gets on the tangent and shit. He is motherfucking talking, which means Johnny can get his motherfucking fade on. And that's what I like to do. So, fucking faders, thank you very much for tuning in to this episode. We really appreciate you guys. We fucking love you guys. Fade hard, fade on. This is episode 238, and we'll catch you on the flip side. When I want to save money and drink better beer, I go down to Mitsuya Liquors in Tokyo, Minami Asagaya. Why? They got over 300 types of beer from across the world and from around Japan. They got IPAs, Pale Ales, Pilsners. It's a beautiful thing. And if you want something else, they got it. They got a fine selection of Napa Valley wines, Japanese sake, and shochu. And you can take all those puppies into the back and drink them there, which means that you're saving money by drinking at liquor store prices in a social environment. So fade on and save. Mitsuya Liquors in Minami Asagaya. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, faders? Johnny here. 
You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. My own brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Well, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should use me? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.